All right. Well, welcome into this second episode of whatever this podcast is going to be named. I'm Andrew P. Andy P. With me, of course, is Jakey V. Uh, so last week we were coming up, or we were going to come up with a name for Jake, kind of like a fun radio name. But now we might have to come up with a new name for this podcast that is only two episodes episodes old now. So Jake, how you doing? How you feeling? This uh, I'm fine young bad woman. Some guy with a hundred subscribers out there who's who's kneecapping us and stealing <laughs> our name. Yeah, that, I, that's the scale where we are. Is that a guy with a hundred subscribers could step on us like dirt? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a literal ant in the in yeah. the scope of the internet. Yeah, literally, he's our god. He's yeah. I I was oh, so mad. Us. I was like, I found that out that we had a podcast that was the same name as another one. And I was like, oh, it's not going to matter. We're going to get, you know, it's fine. And I look at like their episodes like, oh, they have the Bears team doctor on. So maybe they're a little bit more reputable than us. Yeah, we've we've had ourselves on for one time. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to defer. We've had ourselves we're and have Craig. To prostrate before our God. <laughs> and to give, relinquish our sick name. I know. We'll, we'll 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 have something cool. We'll we'll come up with something. We already got a couple names, uh, you know, in the uh, in the the toaster in the oven. I don't know, like ready to go. Whatever, whatever. In the bread box. I don't know. The this bread box. Yeah. Friendly podcast. <laughs> so we'll come up with something. But right now, we're just gonna go on with episode two um, and talk about. We're gonna. This episode's gonna be more of a, a little bit of a preseason recap, but obviously preseason is not overall great um it's always a little bit you know boring and not really that entertaining but it is football and there is stuff to glean from and it's cool to see certain developments happen so we'll be talking about the bears preseason win over the titans which occurred yesterday we are recording a sunday morning you know afternoon um you know that that time and we'll also be getting into some major NFL storylines that we want to cover uh, just before this September. So, Jake, let's start with the preseason week one. The Bears defeated the Tennessee Titans at home 24-17. And just to start things off, what are some of your early or just very surface-level thoughts, I guess, about the game? Uh, well, simple. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl! <laughs> it's over for the rest of the league. They're done. It's They're cooked. Uh, but I don't know, I guess a little more seriously, it, it was just simply, it was just great to see Field to not have to fucking do absolutely everything by himself. He was able to just dump a pass off and it became a touchdown, which is something the Bears have really never been able to do. So just seeing that, even though it's, you know, preseason, is very encouraging. You like, um, uh, I guess if you want to talk about some of the other players, because they only played for like six fucking snaps. Mm -hmm. uh, I really liked what I saw out of Roshan Johnson. Mm -hmm. He was barreling through dudes. He had, you know, soft hands and a couple nice catches. That was good. Uh, I liked Tyson Badgett a little bit. He looked pretty comfortable for being a, a fourth quarterback on the depth chart. I mean, he was undrafted at a Shepherd. Yeah, he was playing against, you know, third team scrubs, but he looked pretty comfortable. I liked that. Really, the whole team, I mean, aside from the constant fucking turnovers that happened in the second quarter, that was just back and forth between both teams, just a turnover bowl, and Valus Jones Jr., who's officially dead to me, 
uh, I was pretty impressed <laughs> with their efforts yesterday. So, uh, what are your feelings on on the game? I'm very. I'm trying to stay very realistic about it, just because it is preseason, and you know our starters only played a couple snaps. Their starters only played a couple snaps. You know, uh, Malik Willis and uh, Levis were switching off, right? So it was just it's yeah, every preseason, especially the first week, like of preseason, where your starters are going to play the least, if not at all. You know, sometimes they don't play at all. You know, um, I'm trying to stay very realistic about it, but I do like what I saw yesterday and just the fact that Fields Fields's stat line is just objectively funny. It is three for three. He went three for three for two touchdowns and 129 yards, which I believe is a 158.3 QB rating. So he if he kept that pace up, you know, he'd you know throw I, you I know, think it was 10, over 8,000 yards in yeah, like 125 yeah. touchdowns. Yes. And like, <laughs> so. yeah, something ridiculous. Uh, so, but I, I really like that, you know, it is preseason, but you did see already our players making, our skill players making plays um, like DJ Moore and Khalil Herbert that we, we've not seen them like you said, in a while. And, you know, letting Fields just get ball the or get rid of the ball quickly um, and then turning that into big plays. Um, obviously not every screen pass is going to go for a touchdown, a 60 yard touchdown, but I do like seeing that our players are actually turning his passes into big plays um, and that he hopefully won't have to do as much by himself this year and can rely more on, you know, his, his skill players to make plays for him. I think that's a very good dev- development and even mean like, I mean, um, oh, and Nina's tweets, yeah, dude, I love her, I and love she them so much. She, she, uh, she went on Twitter and said, you know, said she was like, she, she said something I'm about emotional. like, yeah, she's I'm like, emotional. he has yeah. skill position players. I'm emotional. Yeah, right. I'm Which is like, me too. It's such a good, yeah, me too. Uh, it's such a good like development, and to see that in the preseason, especially to see them working on that. But then you have guys like Hub Arkush and like all these other, you know, downer Bears fans or haters or whatever saying like, oh, it's three for three, uh, you know. Not every screen pass is going to go for a touchdown, blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, it's preseason. They're just practicing. They're getting to the swing of things. That guy and... literally almost died last year, and he's still just as negative. <laughs> it's like, I, I think the best thing for that guy would have yeah. been dying on the steps of yeah. Palace Hall. Fuck so, off already, Oh, my go God. Away. Yeah, he, I don't know. It's just weird to be negative about, you know, you know, Fields played a quarter and he went three for three for 129. Yeah, it's like okay, not every screen pass is going to go for touchdowns, but it's still good to see that. Um, it's still an objectively good thing. And I thought our defense was very gritty, to use a oh, word yeah. that I'm not a fan of. I really liked seeing Kyler Gordon, Gordon just yeah. smash the fuck out of every, everybody. Annihilated someone. He hits really hard for a corner. I like seeing that. Yeah, me uh, too. I think I think our whole defense will be much better. I didn't like their their first drive when they just like let Malik Willis march down the fucking field and score, yeah. but they did seem to stiffen up after that, which is good. Yeah. They had eight sacks, which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, a a big big uh, improvement from last year where they had like eight sacks all season. Our defensive line had ten sacks in the entire mm-hmm. fucking season. Yeah, so that's pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, another uh, this is a little off topic but mm-hmm. you know on Khalil That's Herbert's fine. long run on the screen 
And like he was, you know, down inside like the the ten, and then he like had a second effort where he fought through like three guys to get in the end zone. Yeah. Apparently, Matt Eberflus instituted a policy that if you have a long run but get stopped inside the five, you get fined. <laughs> so that's why he had that extra effort because he did not want to get fined for getting stopped short of the goal line. I love that, dude. I love it too. I think that's I, that's a great attitude changer on your team. I think. There's that talk of culture that, like, Poles and, like, Eberflus brought in. And I think culture can get, like, culture talk can get, like, a, a little annoying. There's that, we're both urinating tree fans, and there's that, yeah. there's that, uh, you know, short clip. Culture and like it's actually damn good. Yeah, from the, <laughs> com- from the Commanders guy that we'll, we'll actually be talking about the Commanders a little bit later. But uh, I do, th- I think the culture that Poles and Flus have brought in actually is one that, like, makes sense and, like, teaches, like, you know, toughness, and it's like it, but it feels like they've also brought in a culture of just like modern NFL. Like I, I, it's like yeah. weird to like talk about it because I also don't really like talking about the culture. I think it's kind of like it's it's a dumb football guy thing to be like, oh, the culture, you know, or like they're so gritty or whatever. But like I do think like in a, in a sport like football, you need to have a culture. You need to have a positive culture. You need to have toughness taught to your players um, and you need to do things that make sense you need to do things that make sense and a lot of the things that that happened underneath like Nagy and Pace's watch you know in the last regime just didn't make any fucking sense at all yeah well I mean it's but it's extremely clear that the second Ryan Poles got here and Matt Aberflus that their main goal was to establish an identity a mm-hmm. philosophy of how you play the game and that's what they've yep. done that's what hits is that that is their identity they, yep. that's how they play. Yep. It's a it's a identity. We have we've had an we had an identity crisis the entire time we were with Pace and Nagy. The first season under Nagy was definitely like the, the the identity of the team was Fangio, right? Like that's where all yes. the success came from, our defense, all that good stuff. But then Fangio leaves and goes to the Broncos and we do become Nagy's team, but Nagy is so wishy-washy and so unsure of himself that the team becomes like that. You know, we just have to look yeah. at the whys, like that kind of shit. Um, Nagy's identity was winning. It was clubbed up. And then when he stopped winning, there's no identity anymore. Yep. Yep. That's what it when was. The, when the times got tough, Nagy just kind of... He could not persevere. Faltered. Yeah, he could not persevere. He could dig deep and pull that team up. They, they just fucking faltered and collapsed. And on the like, on the weight of their own pressure. Mm-hmm. And even with the three and fourteen, we went two and do we go two and fifteen or three and fourteen? Somewhere like around that. Yeah. Even during that season I, last year, I still felt like we had we were in every game. Since I was game. Yeah. Like, we've, we've had we won years. Three games. Yeah, it we was the funnest season since twenty eighteen. We won three games. Yes. Yes. Same. Yes. Um that team was tough. They were in games. Fields kept them in games like we were getting, you know, it's so dumb. Maybe it's dumb to like talk about the social media, but like I felt like we were on more social media highlights through the NFL than we were during the last three years of Nagy's tenure or two years or was he there four years? It was like, I think it was was four four years, years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the last three years of his tenure, we were more, you know, we were on. NFL social media breakouts and like on NFL Twitter way more last year than we were the last three years of his tenure. Cause his, his tenure was just so maddening and so annoying and so awful to sit through. And now this bears team that came about last year with flu getting higher and everything. Like it was just so much more fun. Yeah. 
I mean, they weren't. And they were bad. Losses were bad. They they definitely hurt. They twisted the knife a lot, but it was not the same level of excruciating that Maggie was. Not oh yeah. Close. No, Maggie was just such a hockey know-it-all, but also somebody that could not make a decision to save his life or even take blame for anything. Right? You know, like yeah. that that last oh, his season ego was crazy. That I don't even know if it was his last season that was as bad, but the season before where they they made the playoffs, but it was just like they were like five and eight at one point, right? Or maybe they were six and five and seven or something like that. That game, what happened? Well, that season, what was twenty twenty? Yeah, that was the one where they started off like five and one with all those crazy comeback victories. They like Mm -hmm. put Nick Foles in after benching Mitch in like the first or second game. Yeah, against the Falcons. Against the Falcons, and they came. I think that was the third game. Yeah, maybe it was the third game. Um, look it up while you're talking. We started off five and one, and then we had a hor- horrific losing streak. And then we, you know, went and won some more games to close out the season. And the fucking Cardinals shit their pants, so we backdoored mm-hmm. it in the playoffs. Yeah, eight and eight. Yeah, and then got humiliated by the the Saints in the Nickelodeon Bowl. <laughs> MVP Mitch Trubisky. Dude, I want to buy. I want to. There's MVP. I've seen MVP shirts recently somewhere. Somebody was wearing a Mitch Trubisky MVP shirt, and I maybe it was on Barstool. I don't know, but like I think maybe, they have stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that so like I want to get one so bad. I or I know somebody too that had. Uh, I think our one of our longtime family friends, like in his apartment, has a MVP Mitch Trubisky bobblehead, which they were selling for a while. Amazing. I think from like Foco or whatever that company is. Um, they make like straw hats that you can get with like the logos on it. But Madden, yeah, I think... Madden had a special MVP yes. card. Of yes, this. it's so funny. It is so like if you do, if you go on his like official like Pro Football Reference or whatever it's called, where you can look at all the stats. Yep. It, in his career accomplishments, it lists 2020 NFL MVP as one of his career accomplishments. Unironically, yeah, it's so it's so good. It's such a funny stat, like I or like such a funny like, I I yeah that I remember you and I watched that game together because that was January twenty one. I think we were we had come back from uh, Christmas break, senior year of college. Yeah. Yep. And I was a sophomore, and we had just come back from uh, winter break because this was like I don't know January seventh or something. You know, it was like the it was the first weekend of the playoffs, right? So school hadn't started yet, and we were watching that, and like they had the voting. you know, going and you and I were talking like it would be so funny. I don't know if you and I voted, but it would be we were like, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, it was like it would be so funny if he won the MVP because they were losing like twenty to nothing at that point. Yeah. It was clear it was clear we were not going to come back. And then he wins the MVP, and I think that was like the only moment of joy you and I had from that entire season. Yeah, I remember they were like trying to find him to slime him, but like he didn't want to because they just fucking lost a playoff game yeah. and million cashes. I think they ended up sliming Sean Payton. They did in his fucking Jordans. They slimed. Yeah, him. yeah. So funny. That Sean Payton is so funny, dude. Sean Payton is a replace. Do you, you know he's a replacement bear? Yeah, I know. He, he went to like Naperville Central. Yeah, he he's went to my area. He went. He went for uh to my mom's uh uh like rival high school because she went to one of the Naperville schools. It, it wasn't Central. Probably. I think she went to North, and yeah. um, so they were like rivals. And then he was replace replacement bear. So like, I, 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 I whenever whenever Sean Payton coaches against the Bears, you know, he, he'd been a coach for like, especially like, 
I'm sure that was a big storyline when they played in the NFC Championship game. But I I'm always sure like probably a, a some small soft spot for him, just because of that. You know, being a kid I... growing up watching the '85 Bears. You know? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure he's in a soft, soft spot, spot. But I'm also sure that like when he plays he us, he just wants to demolish team. us. He wants yeah, to destroy them. Yeah, I love that he... he's just up in Denver ripping bongs, not giving a fuck. Oh my god. Oh yeah, but, and he's yeah. all. He's still saying saying like weird shit. Like he said something the other other day where he's like, "I don't want my players on the sidelines wearing Gilligan hats," and nobody really knew what he meant. That That's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's it was really. I think it was like he he didn't want his. He was trying to say that like he didn't want his players to like like relax or like you yeah. know be on the sidelines or and become unfocused. I guess, but. I think you just reach a certain point in your coaching career, unless you're like Bill Belichick, literally, like, literally, if, unless you're Bill Belichick or Andy Reid, who are like, I don't know, I don't want to say Bill Bel- Belichick's normal, but like they've always been able to just like stay like grounded, Themselves. right, throughout their they career. Never change their personalities ever. Yeah, and so Sean Payton, I think, is trying to. He was off for a year, and the last year in New Orleans was like so so, right, um, and. He's he's a weird guy. I just this new like Denver Sean Payton is going to be very very interesting, and we're really getting off topic now. But um, I just think like I don't think the Broncos are going to be especially good this year, and I'm really enjoying the Sean Payton. Sean Payton is also a mega asshole and so full yeah. of himself. Like Super he arrogant. he he fucks himself over all the time. Like the the famous example of him doing the skull chant when they're playing the Vikings, only to have the immaculate reception or or, or Minneapolis uh, miracle, Minneapolis miracle happen. The Stefan Diggs touchdown, like yeah. have that happen? You know, right after, like he just fucks himself over. He's so arrogant. Um, I'm oh, really I'm really excited for the you know the galaxy brain combination of him and Russell Wilson. Um, to go another I'm, year without beating the Chiefs, yeah, they've yep. literally never beat Patrick yep. Mahomes ever. Yep. You want to talk and, about Aaron Rodgers owning us? Holy mm-hmm. fuck! Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the Denver Broncos' daddy. Oh yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, do you have any like finishing thoughts? I guess we're on uh, preseason week one. We've already gone like twenty minutes on. It. I don't feel like we need to do much more. But. <sighs> do you, just about preseason in general or about the Bears specifically well, trying to get back what, on track? Whatever uh, whatever you would like to talk about, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I guess we could briefly talk about the, the Panthers and Jets. Yeah, of course. Just because everyone was bitching at us about how amazing Bryce Young was and Panthers fans constantly <laughs> trying to add us about how he's better than Fields despite not ever playing a, a single down. Yep. How'd that go, Panthers fans? Yep. Your singular first down was awesome. You got yep. hit on every single pass passing play in preseason. He's five foot yeah. nine and maybe 185 pounds. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I, I was saying last week that we could have like a really high draft pick again, even if we're good, yeah. just because we have the Panthers Dude. pick. I think I think the Panthers are gonna be dog shit this year. If that pre I was way higher on them than you. If that preseason game is any indication of what they are, yeah. they are screwed. Yeah. They are absolutely screwed. They they scored zero points against yep. the Jets. 27 yep. to zero. Yep. That is I, really bad. I again we were t- I was saying earlier, like I think it's very dangerous to make big predictions based off of preseason. But if you cannot protect your quarterback when your D the D line's going maybe fifty percent. Right. Not even starters. Not even starters. Not even starters. I think that's a big issue. Very bad. The receiving core is 
nobodies. It's like it's like the Bears receiving core. Their offensive line is a turnstile, and Bryce Young is small and not that fast. They got That's Adam Thielen. Yeah, but Adam Thielen's like 35 years old. <laughs> I know. That was like so he's, not, he, he's a possession receiver. There's a uh, there's a uh, I hope he doesn't get his feelings hurt when I talk about this, but there's there's a kid I used to work with at school who like he's he for some reason he's a Panthers fan, which I anybody when they're Chicago everything and their their football team is anything but the Packers. Like I I get not wanting to be a Bears fan. If you're a Packers fan, Cam Newton and then he just yeah. stuck with it. That's yeah. exactly what happened. But I'm, being a Bears fan is such is such torture. Although going to be a Panthers fan is not much better, which is really funny. But no, they suck. When when the DJ Moore trade happened, I think they signed Adam Thielen within a couple days, and he he posted because he was excited. He's like, "Okay, we're gonna get Bryce Young," and then they posted Adam Thielen. He's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna be dangerous." I'm like, "Dude, if you had signed Adam Thielen five years ago, maybe I would be excited." But Adam Thielen at this point is like is like. I don't know. He's like a, he's a possession receiver. He catches a, a pass yeah. on third down when Justin Jefferson is triple covered. That's he's what like, he did. He's like Rams Wes Welker at this point. Yeah, but he's a lot bigger than Wes Welker and a lot slower. Yeah, yeah but I, I just don't. like Allen Robinson last year. That's what yeah. I would consider, compare yeah. him to is a guy oh, yeah. who does not get open and does not catch passes anymore. Yep. I, I just, well, yeah. He was at he, one point good and used his size to his advantage. He just has a name at this point. Yeah. So you just I don't I don't see him moving the needle for any offense, let alone the Carolina Panthers offense at all. And I like Frank Reich a lot, and I think he's a good coach. And I think I think he just got fucked well, over he, by that guy has no energy. Oh no. Frank Reich's he he looks like he should be working in a graveyard talking to haunted skeletons. That mm-hmm. man I I he has no energy at all. Yeah. I have, I don't I really don't have confidence in the Panthers. I don't know. No, I think they're gonna be bad. And I saw one throw by C.J. Stroud, and I was like, "Thank God." I, did, I didn't like him in college. I thought no. he had no competitive spirit. Yeah, that that was my take on him. Is that he he had the Mitch Trubisky frightened kind of yep. imp, you know affect under pressure. Yeah, not good under pressure. And do you think he? Yeah. What were you gonna do... say? Yeah, do you think he's going to do the Mitch Trubisky thing of making the facility turn off the TVs? Yes. I don't think he's good at criticism. I don't think he can take no. criticism. No. He, I mean, Not he was all. making stupid comments last, during the draft about mm-hmm. how, like, oh, he did poorly on one of his cognitive tests. He was like, I don't, I don't play tests, I play football. It's like, okay, you're an idiot. You're not very yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't like that. Your quarterback needs to be smart. That That throw that the Patriots intercepted, I think it was like his first throw of the preseason, was objectively terrible. It was horrible. It was to no one. It was like that, uh, God, what's his stupid name? Will Levis? To oh, ice yeah. the game for the Bears through a pass to truly no one. I have no idea who that pass yeah. was to. Yep. I think this whole rookie class looks shit. Dude, we were t- they all we were t- looked bad. We were talking about that before we started recording where I don't, we, I don't think any of these quarterbacks are going to be very good. Actually, you had a pretty interesting quarterback as to who you think is going to be the possibly at least the most competent one, at least right away. Yeah, I'm not, I don't necessarily think he's going to be a rock star, but I think of all these guys, Stetson Bennett is probably going to end up being the best one, in part mm-hmm. because his head coach is Sean McVay. That'll definitely help him a lot. But I mm-hmm. think everyone just wanted to write Stetson Bennett off completely for playing mm-hmm. at Georgia, which 
elite skill position players around him. But and, and yes, that is true to some extent. You you have to factor that into your evaluation of him as a quarterback. Is that he was playing with the best college football team in college football history, possibly like two mm-hmm. years in a row. Yeah, you you cannot not factor that in. You have to acknowledge that. However, mm-hmm. he's a good athlete and he delivered an accurate ball. And of the quarterbacks that played in preseason, he played the best. He didn't play lights out. He wasn't amazing, but. He didn't shit his pants either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you also have to factor in his age, too, because he's, he's 25. An older guy. He's like 25 years old. He's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. He's older than me, too. So, um, and it's his rookie year. So you have to factor his age into it just because, you know, by the time his rookie contract's over, he's 28, 29, which is, yeah. if he's good. For quarterbacks, you know, they can yeah. play into their 30s, 40s now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, there's so many rules protecting the quarterback that, yeah, like, I mean, obviously Tom Brady played until he was 45. So, and Rodgers is 39. Um, so, um, you could definitely play. For, Breeze played until he was like 40, and Breeze was like, yeah. his arm was like falling off at the end, but he could, he could keep playing because he could deliver the ball somewhat fast enough, right? Um, yeah. So, I, I'm also not very impressed by any of these quarterbacks. But that's why I thought no. the whole argument. I, yeah. Of of trade of keeping the first pick and and drafting Bryce Young was so stupid. Not only because, I mean, I, Bryce Young is just way smaller than Justin Fields and looks like he's about to be snapped like a pencil. I just like there's yeah. no there's nothing there was nothing that leapt across leapt off the field from any of these quarterbacks that made me think, oh yeah, we should get rid of a guy who just had the greatest historic most, rushing season. Yeah, the most this team. The most fun Bears quarterback season in is our 10 years. only Bears quarterback to ever make the NFL top 100. Yep. Literally the only one ever. But let's trade him for baby Bryce Young and shitty CJ Stroud. Or Minnie Mahomes, as they call him. Mm-hmm. Minnie Mahomes. All right. Yep. Okay. But yeah, okay. The one other quarterback out of this draft class that I'm somewhat intrigued by is Anthony Richardson. Just because yeah. of how big and athletic he is, I want to see yeah. if he can actually translate that to the NFL. I'm really He should him. have rushing upside from day one. Like yeah. feels like he, sh- with that size and speed, he should be able to, you know, at least pick up 800 yards rushing, mm-hmm. if they use him in that way. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for him because I like his physical traits a lot. I think I was listening to the Athletic Football Show this week, and they're doing their they were doing a AFC South, uh, you know, preview, and I think Robert Mays said he's too, that he's 255. Which is he's huge. He's massive. He's, he's the six, same size. He's six four and a half, two fifty five, yeah. and runs four four. He makes his old lineman look small, right? He's massive. Yeah, he's he's so, quite a bit bigger than Fields as well. Yeah, I know it's only okay. like only an inch, but like I think it might be a little bit more than an inch. Like it's he's really big. Well, he's definitely heavier than I think he's like twenty five pounds heavier. Yeah, because Fields is only like two twenty five, two thirty maybe. Yeah, and he's two twenty seven. Two fifty five is massive. That is a defensive yeah. end. Yep. That's Khalil Mack. Yep. Like, yep. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Robert I, Quinn. That's who that's that's actually who it yeah. is. It's Robert Quinn back there. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He also oh, has a has a mammoth arm and they were talking about how, yeah. how crazy his throws were. He's had some beautiful throws. I mean he can launch it like ninety yards. Yeah. And he's so explosive, his pocket movement just looks crazy. Like I've never seen anyone move around in the pocket like he does. It's yeah. very weird. I'm definitely high on him because it feels like he has the highest ceiling. Highest of all ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Where I think Bryce Young has the highest floor, floor, but I still don't think that floor is especially high, you know? Um, 
Oh. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited for Anthony Richardson. Being like a Tua guy, honestly, one of those yeah. two tier quarterbacks that don't last know, very long. Yeah, gets beat up because he's too small, but he's a quick yeah. processor. Yeah. And I like Tua a lot. It's just those guys don't last. It's a, it's just a, you know, it's one of those situations where those guys just don't really last very long because they just get beat up. Like Drew Brees is really like Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are like the only small quarterbacks that have really ever survived. Yeah, and Drew Brees is six feet tall. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. Everyone talked about him like he's five foot four. He's yep. six feet tall. He's not a midget. No, no, he's just he's just tiny for a quarterback. Yeah. So, Mike but he Vick made, was six as well, I think. Yeah, but Mike Vick was more, I think, more insanely chiseled. fast, like, insanely, insanely fast, and also just more of a physical specimen. Because Drew Brees, like, yeah, the, Drew Brees Mike is Vick had one of the biggest arms ever. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, when you look at Drew Brees, you look at Mike Vick. Like, Drew Brees just looks they're, like a dad, and Mike Vick looks like an actual. They're, yeah, they're Mike Vick is like chiseled. Different quarterbacks they could be. Oh yeah, yeah. Drew Brees like can barely move in the pocket. You know, like yeah, and had a, his arm had basically fallen off for the last five years. Yeah, but yeah. he was still so smart he could just figure it out. He'd yep, find a spot and throw it there. He was in better physical shape than Peyton Manning was in Peyton Manning's last season, but yeah, he still had to rely on his mind like Peyton Manning did a lot more. So, yeah, I I'm I'm happy that. The preseason is here just because that means we are super close to actual football happening. I just the off season is just so so long and I get it, but it just when you're when you're somebody like us who just wants to watch football all the time, you know, you get football like straight for like twenty weeks and then you don't get football for thirty weeks out of the it's football is my favorite T V show. Like it legitimately, like it's just my favorite T V show. So whenever it's off yes. it just it's so it's so, um, I don't know. It's just such a long break. Human spirit. Yeah. It's like, I really, the, what's been keeping me going the last couple of weeks and, <laughs> you know, has been that football is, is coming soon. So yeah, I'm excited. So. I think I'm going to get into college football this year just because yeah, I want, I've I, into it more. I, I just, I love football and it's just like, I, I usually never watch on Saturdays. Right. But it's like, um, man, there's a lot of good games happening on Saturday and there's a lot of like fun to be had in college football and i love football so why not like just up my intake of it yeah the greatest thing about college football is the no stakes because you don't care you're just oh, there yeah. to watch football you love I don't it have a team. The games are wild there's way more crazy shit happens because it's it's kids that are playing it it's not professionals yep. so there's all yep. kinds of weird goofy blunders that happen the a lot of the rivalries are super fun michigan ohio state is my favorite i, oh, like, I don't have a college team but the nope. Michigan Ohio State rivalry is my favorite thing in college football. Dude, I just love it is. It. It's I so fun to watch. I love watching I, them hate each other and bicker and fight. It's the best. That was the one game that I made sure to watch last year because I think it was like it was it was was it Thanksgiving weekend maybe was that that big game yeah. when they were both like ranked three and four I think or something like that like they yeah. were both in the top four and it was like basically who was going to win the Big Ten because I think yeah, whoever. Like, Whoever won that game, I think, was going to face off against Iowa. Big Ten championship game. I think it was Purdue. Actually, it was a Purdue. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. It was yeah. Aiden McConnell and Purdue. You know what? It it could have been Iowa, but Iowa lost to Nebraska that day. I think uh, or like the day before. So I think it was Purdue. Um, but that was yeah. like the one. That was the one football game, college football game, that I made sure to like sit down in front of my TV and watch last year. 
It was fun. I also, it wasn't last year, but it was the year before that one. Notre Dame played, uh, what, I cannot remember who it was, at Soldier Field. I think it, was, I think it might, might have been Michigan or Ohio State. Northwestern? I think it was Ohio State. Okay. So, I think, yeah, no, not Notre Dame and, and I think Ohio State. But it, maybe it could have been Northwestern. I don't know. I'm stupid. Either way, they played at Soldier Field, and that was just such a surreal, fun game to watch that I really enjoyed. I just like college football because football's football. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong, and it starts soon. So it starts before the NFL, and I'll watch college football over preseason. Why would, like, oh, yeah. Well, college yeah, football doesn't have preseason, so like when they start playing, no. they just, they're just playing. Yeah, it's just football. Yeah, I'm trying to look up what game this was. Um, Wisconsin? I think it's Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, maybe it's Wisconsin. That's who it was. I'm remembering no. the red. I'm just, I'm surprised. It, yeah. I'm surprised it was uh, not like a Chicago or like an Illinois team that was playing. Yeah, I remember it was, now I remember it was, I think it was like Adrian Martinez playing for Wisconsin. And he was just mm. horrible. It was Jack Cohn for Notre Dame and yeah. like Adrian Martinez. And it was just two horrible quarterbacks. Yeah. Throwing it around Dude. at Soldier Field, it felt like home. Dude, yeah. I, Big Ten football can be rough. <laughs> I, I know like yeah. it, it was Notre Dame and Notre Dame's not in their, in that conference, but Big Ten football can just be really rough. I went to a Minnesota Iowa game two years ago. And Combined that game, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was rough. I, I think the backup for Iowa was starting because their, their starting quarterback, who his name, both Padilla was starting. I don't remember his first name was starting over their normals. I, what was his name? Oh my God. Um, Cause he was so bad. Like my, my buddy, my buddy goes to Iowa and he's in the Iowa marching band. And anytime they would play, he's just like, it's like, he would like fuck our quarterback. Like he hated their quarterback. They... They're the Chicago Bears of college football. They cannot oh, score points. Nope. They cannot. They nope. have good defense, and they cannot score points to yeah. save their lives. It's insane. It, they've always been that way. Yeah, and they they ended up losing, um, in I think, uh, whatever they were in some Florida Bowl. Oh yeah, they were at Camping World Stadium in the Citrus Bowl, and they lost seventeen to twenty because of their shitbag quarterback, um, who is Spencer Petras. Um, Dude, the under the under is free money on Iowa games. Just bet oh, the yeah. under every time and just collect your free money. Dude, that is <laughs> like one of amazing. like that is like one of the only like yeah like well known sports, sports betting hacks you yes. can get is just free yes. money for betting the Iowa. The on, yeah, dude, I, I, Iowa would be my college football team just because I was thinking strongly about going there and my best friend goes there. So and they do yeah you were saying like they're the bears of college football so they I do have that like affinity for them. But god damn it, dude. Kirk's son Kirk Kirk Ferentz's son Brian calls the plays and it's such a nep like if you want to talk about Nepo baby. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> such it's such a Nepo baby hire and such a Nepo baby game plan. It's just it's just a, a run up the gut or like a screen to like a tight end and then just hoping that the defense can make the other team score zero points. Like you do the bare minimum of an offense. And then just have this fantastic defense. And they always have a good offensive line, too. That's really the difference between them and the Bears, right? Uh, um, yeah, other than, obviously, yeah, that the Bears lines. are professional. Their offensive line is always really good. Um, like, we we had a couple – we've had a couple Iowa uh, offensive linemen come James through. Daniels, I think, was a Hawkeye, yeah. right? Yep. No, he's a yep. Steeler. So, I mean, he looks like he's a Hawkeye again. They have the same fucking uniforms. Same colors. So, yeah, it's just so creepy. 
So, yeah. But I think that's enough enough college football preseason talk. Let's get into um, kind of just major NFL storylines that happened uh, in the offseason. We wanted to talk about it last week, but our offseason recap of the Bears kind of went went long. So um, this is a good time to delve into that after talking about preseason and waiting for the season to start. So let's talk about Bears-specific stuff. And the first thing I want to talk about with the Bears um, is just because this actually is – it might be close uh, to your former home. Uh, you're in Tampa Bay now, but your your former home um, uh, of the Bears uh, possibly moving or you know building a new stadium and their possible locations. Um, so yeah. that's a, that was a rough one this summer, I'll say. Oh god, it, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing anymore. It's like they buy they buy Arlington Park. They can't get the tax situation squared away, so they start mm-hmm. soliciting basically every suburb. Mm-hmm. In the surrounding area, up to including fucking Rockford, which is just ridiculous. That's oh not, my god! Go no. fuck yourself. I'm not so dumb. No. But yeah, they're talking about Naperville. They're talking about Aurora. Uh, I think they were talking about somewhere a little more up north, like closer to the Wisconsin border. I can't remember. like maybe Waukegan or something like that. Yep, that sounds right. A shit, a shit ton of places, and then the city as well. Apparently, yeah. Uh, our new president and ceo kevin warren who yesterday was did take a photo with little dirk which is <laughs> such a fucking surreal goddamn moment holding a justin fields jersey with little dirk fucking yeah ted phillips is doing that i don't think so no ted phillips looks like like a racist dad you know nobody's doing that with him yeah exactly but so apparently kevin warren was talking to the, the mayor of chicago about potentially getting you know an, another stadium built so who the fuck knows what's happening? I yeah. have no idea. I have no real investment. I just want the Bears to have a, a stadium of their own. Yep. That they own, and that is nice. Yep. But hopefully not publicly funded, though. That's, like, really no. my... I Because I just saw... Some public funding, but that hopefully it's just infrastructure and not the yeah. actual fucking stadium. Well, and I don't mind that. I, I think... You know, roads are fine. You know, yeah. stores where biz, you know, local businesses are will be in... Those people will be able to make money yeah. and generate income for their family. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know, actually building a monolith to a, a massive corporation not and then okay. getting really nothing back from it mm-hmm. is not the best way to go about, you know, city planning. Yeah. Hey, I'm I, an I, idiot. I don't know shit, but mm-hmm. that's my uninformed opinion. I just really, I would love to avoid the Titan situation where the Titans are now getting 1.2 billion public dollars for their new stadium, and nobody even fucking cares. Yeah, the Bills are building a stadium that's fucking smaller than their current one. Yep. Yep. What? Why? I don't know. It just it's it's just to see how much they can squeeze out of the taxpayer. The the whole ordeal with the stadium this summer has just. I, I'm very I think Kevin Warren is gonna be okay and it's anything is better than Ted Phillips. But and the thing with Kevin Warren too in this situation is like this isn't really his fault because he was hired after they had already bought the plot to Arlington Heights. Um and so the Bears did the dumb thing of going out and buying this land and then going to see how much money they could get from taxpayers instead of the other way around of 
keeping these cities, you know, like just strangling them, you know, holding them hostage and doing that. Instead, they're just they did it like backwards. So now none of these places are in any sort of, uh, you know, well, apparently what happened. I, you know, I don't know the in the entire story, but my understanding is that they bought the property and they, they had a, a tax assessment already on that property. And mm-hmm. then once the bears bought the property, they jacked the tax assessment up a crazy amount to a mm-hmm. rate which would be proportional of that which the stadium actually already being built and then mm-hmm. making revenue. So yeah. they're trying to tax the bears at a, a rate of which is assuming they're already producing revenue from this plot of land and they're not. Mm-hmm. So it's just totally unsustainable. If yeah. they were to ask, you know, that tax rate when the stadium were already built, maybe it would be possible. Yeah. But it's just not workable at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen with there? Yeah. I, worst I, case scenario, they just sell the land and someone else yeah. develops it. Oh yeah, it's really, it's there's no really I it like. I don't know. It's it's hard to feel bad for the bears in any situation because like yeah, they could just sell it. Like it's not yeah, and it's not a billion dollar corporation. They'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not going to you know, you don't feel bad for them at all, but I man, I I'm okay with them moving to Arlington Heights because it is pretty easy to get over there. Um yeah. it's a big plot of land. Um you know, you can take the train, you can take a lot of different public transportation to get there, all that good stuff. I want them to stay in the city just because I want them to be the Chicago Bears, and I'm sick of this trend of teams moving out to the suburbs to build their stadiums. Like I think the Braves play in Macon County. Um, they all do. This the, is really... the, the Niners play. The Niners are 60 miles away from San Francisco. I hate and that. And thank God for that because San Francisco has been burned to the ground. Oh yeah. But I just, oh I God. want, I want them, I want them in there. I want the bears in the city. I mean, yeah, I, I was definitely very salty when I heard they were leaving the city at first. But at this point, I'm more open to it. I just want the Bears to have a stadium that doesn't suck ass and that actually has seating capacity for its its fans. So I don't have to pay yeah. thousands of dollars for a crap seat. Yeah. Well, dude, that was the interesting part. So I went to the Taylor Swift Eras Tour at Soldier Field. And uh, you definitely, it's so funny to like, like, oh man, like, yes, they stripped away thousands of seats or whatever right and that renovation um that took them away took them off from being a historic landmark but like they did that to drive up the ticket price of their tickets right but i always feel i feel like that hurts you because like now like taylor swift can you know easily sell out seventy thousand. I was in 80 seats a night, but you're, you only have 60,000. So you're, you're losing revenue. Like, I can't imagine that like the price of those, I paid $138 for my, my nosebleed seats. Right. Um, like that's really not that bad of a gouging. Imagine if you just had 10,000 more seats with that much money with them being cost, you know, uh, costed, uh, uh, they could uh, easily find equilibrium. Oh, yeah. have more seats and still raise the ticket prices because guess what yes. i imagine demand is not going down no dude the, yeah the supply might go up but the demand will also go up yeah like there's more bears fans every day yes like it's just dumb to take away seats to artificially raise ticket prices when like you can just sell those tickets like you can just have those as seats and just sell them at whatever price you want to sell with like without them i don't like i people would people will pay anything to go to a bears game yeah, they do. It's and go to a, or to, you know to a concert, a Taylor Swift concert, whatever the case is. 
have you seen the waiting list for season tickets? It's Dude, absurd. I, I, so I was talking, I talk about my uncle all the time. He's a season ticket holder, right? Um, so it's this is probably gonna be like a running joke where I just bring up my uncle, but my, I was talking to my uncle. I went to the Bears preseason practice, uh, or, you know, opening practice or whatever to the season ticket holders. And I was talking to my uncle about how long he was on the waiting list. He got on the waiting list the day after the Super Bowl or like the, you know, the off season after the Super Bowl, whenever, 1986, he didn't become a season ticket holder until 1995. Nine fucking years. It took that long to become a season ticket holder. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's when the stadium was bigger. Was bigger and, and they nicer. Didn't the, they didn't cut the size of the seats down yet in '95. Nope. That was still nope. old Soldier Field. Yeah, that was when it was still a, a historic landmark. Oh my god, what a disaster! They still had the piss drops back then. In the good old days. <laughs> yep, they still have those at Wrigley. Do they? Yeah, I, yeah, I, dude, Wrigley is a, and I say this as a White Sox fan, so, you know, take whatever I say as a grain of, you know, with a grain of salt. Wrigley is a beautiful stadium, beautiful, beautiful yeah. views, beautiful, original home you of the know, Bears. sight lines. Yeah, original home of the Bears, a lot of history. Wrigleyville is really fun. I really enjoy Wrigleyville, and which might, that might be controversial as a White Sox fan, but it is really fun. I like having, it reminds me a lot of college where you just have like a strip of yeah. bars, right? But here's the thing, is the operations at Wrigley are objectively fucking awful. The bathrooms smell terrible. I mean, that's every stadium, but they smell terrible. They have piss troughs. The food tastes like shit. Every worker there hates their life. Um, The only good thing is, like, the the security is, like, really easy to get in, but it's also a little messy. Um, But, like, just the, the... the the operations and the operations of the bear stadium are terrible too like i think i think the oh, company God. the company oh. that runs concessions there have been, like has been compared to like prison you know it, uh, it probably is i wouldn't be surprised if it's the same fucking supplier of the prison yeah. food yeah so i i, I think it's been it, it's been compared some way but yeah i mean yeah but we're getting off off topic again um i think that's enough of for the the stadium stuff there's really not much to say as two hucksters yeah, we're, two, we're idiots we don't know shit about yeah. anything so we don't know i want about developing real estate we're morons <laughs> Every, <laughs> everything we've said has been completely useless yeah about I, I i don't it. i don't own a property i just own i own a cat that's sleeping behind me currently yeah. um and offers no value besides sitting on my chest and yelling at me but, yeah, your cat actually owns more property than you do. Yeah, they this own me. <laughs> they own me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so let's get into a couple. I only have two major NFL storylines uh, left for us to talk about this episode, just because I don't think that much crazy stuff, unless I'm missing something, really happened uh, this offseason. Um, but I do, first thing, just because we are a Bears podcast, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers getting traded to the Jets. Yes. I want to talk about our freedom. Our freedom. Do you, do you have some words prepared on this? Uh, the only thing that I, I, I have prepared is uh, uh, thank fucking God I don't have to fucking go up against him twice a year anymore. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to watch uh, him destroy the Bears and own the Bears. My daddy. My fans are not taking it well, dude. My daddy has left. He's never coming back. He's going out to get milk. And you know what? I hope that milk spoils because I never want to fucking drink it. I swear to God, if Daddy comes back to the Vikings, I might have to kill myself. I might have to do it. I couldn't handle it, dude. That would be awesome. But okay, if it follows, if it follows the Brett Favre trajectory, we could end his career on Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football, Javon Dexter would end his fucking career. Yeah, isn't that funny though? That 
I feel like the Bears always play the Vikings on Monday Night Football. Like that's always like a they weird. They do all constantly. Well, the Bears always play the Packers like on Sunday night. On Sunday Night Football, and then the Vikings are always Monday night or a Thursday. Yeah, it's just the. Reason. And then the fucking Lions. That's they're forgotten at twelve o'clock. Yeah. I'm assuming. That's a that's a twelve p.m. game. But yeah. what what do you have to say about Rodgers going to the Jets? Uh, I'm just. I'm extremely grateful that he's he's not on the Packers and Packers fans are are coping yep. very hard with Jordan Love throws. It's that's that's very enjoyable for me. Uh, seeing Aaron Rodgers wearing the headset on the sideline trying to coach Zach Wilson is such a weird sight. Dude, and it is so another funny. Thing is, I just I love his pettiness. I love that he looks totally rejuvenated. He doesn't yep. look like he's four thousand years old anymore. Like his eyes, no. the bags are gone. He cut his it's hair. It's crazy. He cut his hair. Like he looks normal. He looks happy. He looks genuinely happy for the first time in years, and I love how much that is just sticking in Packers fan side. They can't take it, and it is just a treat. Yeah, I I really uh, enjoy it. Did you watch Hard Knocks this week? No, I have. Is it actually out? Yeah. So the, the first episode came out on Tuesday. Yeah, I watched wow. it. I watched it. I went to bed. Yeah, it's uh, it was a good. I. I've never been interested in Hard Knocks, but I'm so interested in this year's Hard Knocks just because of the whole Rodgers thing. Um, Zach Wilson get any coverage? Oh yeah, he gets interviewed. Like he gets interviewed, and like they they show a big part of his Hall of uh, Fame game performance. Um, But it's so interesting because like Rodgers is actually coaching up, and again, you know, it's a doc. It's 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 definitely. Portrayed this way, I don't know if it's for real. Like they definitely, you know, like use the footage in a way that makes Rogers look good. So I don't know if this is actually realistic. But he was coaching Zach Wilson up. He was telling in practice, like you should be doing this. You know, you need to be doing this when you do like this drop back, whatever. And then during the game, he was like, "Hey, throw it, throw it to this guy." And that was like the biggest play of the game. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, that's good. Like that's good to see. At least I've hated on Zach Wilson, but it's it's hard for that kid. I imagine, and Mm -hmm. so it's good. Aaron Rodgers is his hero as well, so. Oh yeah, that's well, probably got to be a very surreal experience. For, they, know. he was getting like Aaron. That, there's that one throw that like I think was the throw that made him the second overall pick by the Jets and moved him up 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 above fields. fields. Was that that uh, uh, pro day pro that he was getting compared to Rodgers? Yeah, he's always been compared to Rodgers. They have a, the very similar builds. Yeah, they're both like six one ish and kind of slight they have that <laughs> same throwing motion and they have very similar mobility yeah like they're very similar quarterbacks was it you i think physical standpoint was it i think it was you but then this is like became like a, a thing that we would bring up all the time where like you told me that aaron Rodgers is very insecure about his height he is yeah he makes yeah. sure he's listed at six two but there's no fucking he's, chance yeah, no he's maybe six he's one actually, He's baby, may, maybe six one, probably six foot and a half. Honestly, yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. like if you see him next to Fields, who's listed at six three, Fields towers over him. It's yeah. crazy. It's it's so funny. There's like a video. I think you can find it on that on Deadspin before uh, Deadspin died. But um, there's like a video of him being asked, and he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." Like he's just like shuts down. There was a huge like article about how it. He, he's like he gets bent out of shape when someone comments on his height. So He's funny. like, I'm so upset about people talking about my height. If you were talking about it all the time, like yep. some you know, passive aggressive comment like that. Dude, it's so he's such a weird guy. And that was that was like 2011. So that was before we knew he was like this weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that oh. was way before all the like. He did have ayahuasca, like right? No, he never, like, He didn't have. He didn't have long hair until like the last couple of years of Green Bay. Really? I don't think. I don't remember. Because I do remember hearing that he was like a 9-11 conspiracy theorist back in the day. Like he was walking around asking like his backup quarterbacks about 9-11. Yeah, I do. I do. I I think that story, like I think stuff like that I've been seeing this this summer about him being weird like that. I know Pete Carroll's a big 9-11 truther. Yeah. Yeah, he's a so, big one. He, he There's like lots of stories about him being like, well, how do how do uh, how does jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> I just find like that so practice. funny it's that you're talking about this. In pra- it's like you're allowed to believe this shit, but why are you yeah. talking about this in practice? Who cares? Like you're still working in a job, and you have to have some sort of like, I know it's football and like professionalism. Yeah, that, there's that's what it is being a professional. Yeah. Like you're you're talking about this in like your wide receiver meeting. Yeah, like I don't. know. <laughs> if you if you want to talk Which, about it with your your teammates when yeah. you're not at the facility, fine. But you're at yeah. the, you're working. I don't. I don't know if he did it in his wide receiver meeting, but I think that would be the funniest meeting to talk about nine eleven okay. truthing because the wide receivers would would go along with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Aaron. Of course. Have Devante's you seen that response? Yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen that tweet where it's like this is it's so true where it's like quarterbacks will be like, you know, all praise to God. You know, thank you God for everything you've done for me. Running backs will be like, man, they don't they don't know what they're dealing with, and the wide receivers are like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> and it's like very true yeah like it always rings true so i don't know just talking about like 9 11 or whatever it's like if you're Pete carroll aaron Rodgers, what are you fucking doing like do that in your own time i don't know yeah it's it's just fun so i love I, weird stories like that yeah i i love that these guys are so galaxy brained you know yeah so I, I think I think that Jet or that Rogers my, my prediction for the Jets this year is I think I that they will be I love that he's a Jet. Nine eleven conspiracy theorist in New, a New York Jet. I think his first game <laughs> is on nine eleven. It's literally the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's so amazing. Dude, should we bet the, I should bet the over for that. He's gonna ball out for yeah, that game. He's going to fucking he usually shits his pants in week one though. So you've gotta be yeah, he doesn't be play careful. in preseason and he he comes out slow a lot, so but be careful on that bet. He's got to put up a, a crooked number on that day to, you know, he, ne- never, one? never forget. Bills, I think the Bills are good. Yeah. So that, that might be a tough game. Let's look. Jets schedule. I do think that he's going to be good for them. I don't think the Jets are going to be. I think the Jets could sneak into the playoffs. Um, I do that think that. They, yeah. That division is super yeah. is crazy. Um, they do play the Bills on September 11th. So. Wow. Nice. Two um, New York teams playing September 11th. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. Um, but I, I think they're going to be, I think the floor, at least for me, um, when I look at them, is nine and eight. Um, I, not even the floor. I think that is the medium. The media, median for me. Yeah, because the AFC is so goddamn tough. It's so stacked. It's There's brutal. a lot of teams. I think most of the teams that made the playoffs last year will make it again. Like I just think they're so good. Probably, yeah. I mean, dude, the AFC North is a bloodbath. Dude, yeah. All it's, those teams are like those teams are gonna beat up on each other, especially if Burrow's out for a long time. I mean, I truly being drafted to an AFC team as a young quarterback, you must just think like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah. Well, there's no chance I ever make it to the playoffs because I have Patrick Mahomes, who's already 
God, what year is he in now? Is this year well, six he's, for him? He's a 2017 pick. Yeah, so he yeah, was year six. He was like he remember he sat his entire first year except for the last game. So yeah, that's true. So it's his fifth year as a starter. 23. I think it's his seventh year actually, but sixth oh. year as a starter. Okay. Oh yeah, because I'm not counting the fucking. I'm not counting 2018. I'm being stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's been so, about six has years. That head start on you. He has two Super Bowls in his pocket already. Yep. And he's kicking the crap out of the already established awesome AFC quarterbacks. What the yep. fuck are you gonna do if you're a new guy? Yeah. All these yeah. guys are already established. Well, I just, it's, I mean, this is not a hot take. I, th- I think it's just going to be Burrow and Mahomes every year for like a long Lamar, time. Lamar's really good too, but who knows with that contract. And mm-hmm. the Ravens can never assemble receivers for whatever reason. And they always end yeah. up getting hurt because their training staff's horrible. So their entire team is decimated by injuries by about week eight. Yeah. So if they can actually deal with the injuries, they'll be a problem as well. Yeah. I, I think the AFC is just. Ticket? No, the, a- the AFC is that picture of the like the dragons that are, like look serious, and the NFC is the one that's like super silly. Yeah, all the goofy fucking dragons. Yeah, or like that like the dog picture where like the dog's super buff, and then you have like the the, the tiny like the tiny dog, you know. Yeah. Um, I I Thank think God the Jets the Jets totally. will be comp the Jets will be competent and competitive, obviously, and I think Rogers will be really good. But yeah. I just it's such a bloodbath in the AFC that I it's gonna be it's a long shot. Unless like everything goes wrong for the Bills, um, in that division, like, or and you know other teams, they I just think it's gonna be down, honestly. That's, they could that melt. Is an underrated yeah. pop because the Stefan Diggs Josh Allen drama is like they're trying to shove that under the radar, but that's yeah. there's some smoke there. Yeah, that, it's if it's a couple things go badly. That that could be a real nightmare. Stefan Diggs, I mean, it's that wide receiver tweet. It's just he, he's he did the same thing in Minnesota, so. Um, and Josh Allen is better than Kirk Cousins, and he's doing it again. Maybe better. So, so it's just Stefan Diggs, I think, just is one of those like personalities that constantly he's just he's a, he's a diva. diva. He's a diva, and he constantly needs to be changing, uh, uh, you know, well, location. It's, lack of a, it's not being able to take accountability. Yeah. Not being able to acknowledge that you are also responsible for the shortcomings of your team. Yeah. And yeah. Where are, we. His arm was fucked up for the entire second half of that season. And you're going to yep. bitch at him. Yeah. He is playing through injury. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah. He was like an MVP candidate and then he got his elbow hurt and he was still really good, but you could definitely tell that like, this was yeah, not Josh Allen. He was off at times. Have a little patience. He's playing through a fucking injury to his throwing arm. Like, uh, he... whatever. <laughs> Lot, but like Stefan Diggs would not play through that. No, no. I no. thank God we have DJ Moore, who's yeah, just he's a weird guy. He like he's just cool. He likes yeah. Star Trek. He all he does is watch movies and eat popcorn. Yeah, yeah he's just a normal guy, right? He's like just that's a kind of a, dude. Like that's why he's weird. Yeah, that's why he's weird because he's not yeah. like a normal receiver. Because he's a normal guy, he's weird. Yeah. That's the funniest yeah. fucking thing. It's that. Uh, oh my God, who is the Kings point point guard? That's like that. Um, I can't remember his name. He's he was a, he was really oh uh, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox mm. is like known as like a shut in. Like he just likes to go home yeah. after he like he practices and then he goes home and he just plays video games. It's like man and like people will hold that against him. It's like man oh, like he's not blowing all his money on, on horse. 
Yeah, or okay, like going he's, 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 he's stupid because he's not literally spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on strippers. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, he's not doing the Have uh, you seen those videos. The floor of strip clubs are completely covered in money. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you're gonna want that when you're 37. You're gonna want yeah. that money back. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, and also too, like, I feel like as an athlete, like, just not going out is like an objectively good thing. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I going out's fun. And like, if you want to do that, that's fine. But like, if you're a celebrity of any sort, it's going to be used against you. And yeah, also to like, these are fucking escorts and they, yes. they, these escorts have videos of them sleeping in their bed and they extort them. Yep. What are you doing? Yeah. So just staying home and watching movies or playing video games is fine. Like just, to, that's what I do. I like to do. Like that's what normal yeah. people like to do. It's just that these guys have such a spotlight on them that obviously it's it's a harder it, it gets used again no matter what they do it gets used against them but if you're just doing something like if you're just chilling out like like and also too playing video games or relaxing or whatever that stuff's good for your mental health too yeah you know it's, that's yeah. a, that's been a it's big spotlight way to decompress yeah i mean now now all players you they can smoke weed as well that they're oh, not yeah. really tested as much so you just yeah. smoke a joint play some video games with your friends and like, yeah. well especially in the nba they don't person. yeah Get away from you know, the fame for a little while. Find a woman who's not going to steal all your money and who'll actually love <laughs> yeah, yeah. you. Like, maybe that would be a fucking valuable use yeah. of your time. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's so weird when that stuff gets used against them, but I think that's enough Jets talk for right now. Um, I think you and I are both, like, mid on them, um, to, yeah. to say the least. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about, um, unless you have something else, um, is just that the Commanders were finally sold. Yes, Dan Smider. Dan Snyder, the demon is dead. He's finally good, gone. Good fucking riddance. See you later. Thank See God for, for the Commanders fans. I, I feel really good for him. I'm happy. They've suffered for a very long time. Who knows how this yeah, other ownership sure group will go, but yeah, oh, he's on Cloud9. They're going to change the name again for like the third time in fucking four years, probably. Yeah, I'm not insane. against it, though. The Commanders suck. It's a terrible yeah. name. They've got to yeah. get some Commies. Better commies yeah, yeah you cannot be the commies go, no. go back to the football team i thought the football team was a great name i liked <laughs> I, it i love their uniforms i thought they looked yeah. really cool with way better than this on one. The helmet, no logo yep. it looked yep. so cool yeah I why is it why don't we have one team that's just the football team like i don't you it know that's be. fine they were like yeah. a total mercenary squad it was awesome yeah i think i loved it they made the playoffs with heineke yeah heineke's a fun I, guy to root for He's oh, not yeah. that well, great. Uh, you just want to uh, really want to root for him. He's like a big QAnon guy. Yeah, but that makes him fun. <laughs> he's he's always canon. I I don't need to agree with his political beliefs. The guy can be a lunatic. Yeah. He's entertaining. Oh man, yeah. I he was fun to watch. I'll say that. Yeah, he played. He with was some scrappy. Troops. He was scrappy. Yeah, he he had Very the quarterback. He was only he, probably like five ten. Yeah, he was short. He was a short guy. And like. Uh, Maybe 185. Like, he was not a big guy. No. But, you know, he had some wheels he could run around and make some plays. It was fun. Mm -hmm. he, had a, he had that ridiculous Joker tattoo on his arm, which always made me laugh <laughs> every time I saw it. It's just ridiculous. Oh, my God. He plays for the Falcons, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that, yeah, that would be fun. I wants to run the ball 45 times a game. That's all yeah. he wants to do. He refuses to draft the quarterback. <laughs> Well, yes, we're going to have Desmond Ritter. We're going to run the ball 45 times yeah, a game. We're not going to do shit. Uh, I don't want to come up with a game plan that doesn't, you know, yeah. include running. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very happy that Dan Snyder is finally gone because, dude, if you look at the history of the Washington football team, whatever, you know, yeah. like they were one of the proudest franchises in the, in the league. Franchise. Yeah. yeah. And now Super Bowl championships. they're fucking I mean, irrelevant. They're fucking irrelevant now because of Dan Snyder and everything that he did. Yeah. I mean, Joe Gibbs is one of the greatest head coaches of all time. He oh, yeah. won three Super Bowls with three different fucking quarterbacks. That is insane. Uh, what was their punter? That was, that's, he's like the only something Ray Guy. Russ is that his Ray. name? Well, oh. Ray Guy was on the fucking Raiders, I believe. Raiders. Okay. Was it George Ray Blanda? Was a, that was, their quarterback? was a first round draft pick. The Raiders have drafted fucking a kicker and a punter in the first round. Janikowski and Ray Guy were both first round picks, which is insane. I don't know why. Okay. George Blanda didn't up. I don't know why I thought. Oh, George Blanda was in the Bears. Oh. George Bland was a quarterback as well. Oh, that's our okay. I don't know why I yeah, thought he, he was on. He was a quarterback forever, and then I think he started playing punter when he got fucking old. Yes, I he did, dude. He was. Uh, I was just reading that in the uh, the. I'm 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 still reading the the Patriots. It's better not. It's better to be feared, like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And like Brady used to talk about Blanda, and he said that like he didn't want. He, like he wanted to play as as a quarterback, basically, want to do the Blanda thing of becoming a kicker. Um, but he, yeah. he always joked he that he could have. he could do Brady that. Would yeah, he yeah. would do that occasionally. He'd punt on third down occasionally. Just yeah, to fuck with other teams. Yeah, dude. Uh, the, some of the, some of the Brady Patriots years were pretty funny. What they would do, just oh because God. they were so much they were ahead such of trolls. They were yeah. evil. I love them. Bill Belichick taking up, and I think this was after Brady left, but uh, or maybe it was his last year. But Belichick taking all of the the uh, the penalties that the Jets kept declining. You know, to move the yeah. ball back for the punt itself because he just loves fucking with the Jets. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So funny. I, I do. I, I would be remiss to not bring up uh, one of the reasons um, that I'm glad Dan Snyder is gone um, is just because anybody who comes up with the idea for Six Flags roller coaster cuts should not get to own an NFL football team. Yeah. I, I, I mean, basically you know, every business practice he's, he's done has been horrible. Yeah. I Coaster cuts, right? Yeah, he he bought six flags and ran them into the ground. Yeah, he bought six flags, ran them in the ground, which they're being run into again. I just went yesterday because uh, I'm still really? I'm in I'm, I'm in Chicago. It's it's horseshit. I love I love it because it brings me a lot of like childhood nostalgia, and oh, I still sure. love I love going on rides. Um, but it, the the operations of the park are just shit. But the roller coaster cuts for those who don't know, um, roller coaster cuts was like this like retail space that they would have in malls around i believe dc so around the commanders um where you would go like the whole idea was like kids would go in and get a roller coaster cut and they would just the whole thing that separated them from other like barber shops or salons was just that the kid they would put the kid in the chair and then they would watch roller coaster videos that was the whole idea what an idea yeah, and that, that, that man was allowed to run the commanders into the fucking ground. Yeah, maybe we'll finally, he'll finally stop, the commanders in general, will finally stop ruining Sean Taylor's good name with those hideous oh, fucking displays. Oh my god, oh that, my god. that's so, so fucking offensive, what they were doing. I, it's hard to say that stuff was the worst because of all of the, the sexual the harassment. Assaulting the cheerleaders, yeah, but... um, using them as literal prostitutes. Of yeah, the things, of the things that Dan Snyder did to try and look good, using Sean Taylor, like he used him like three or four different times yes. the last couple years. It was disgusting. It was that so that last gross. one where they said they were going to build a statue, and then all they did was put up mismatched equipment 
that in no way like yes. actually yes they didn't even have the fucking tape on the face mask yeah. they had the wrong jerseys they weren't reeboks it yeah. was just a fucking disaster i think like the pants were reebok and the nike the jersey was nike and i think he had like yeah. eat it it was so it was so disgusting they sold the sean taylor plushie right oh, um my. It didn't they look had like him. No, Nothing did not look like, like, him. like him. They 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 retired his number, but in like the most like, yeah, like well, milk. and then Jackson of course stand on, on number, it. Who guy in there? Who let that fucking guy in there? Who oh fuck? Why is there no security around the fucking number? What the fuck are you doing? John Taylor's fucking family was there. His Dude. entire family was there. That shit was oh so fucking God. gross. Because that was disgusting. I think that was 21, so that was the first season, I think, after COVID that, like, fans were allowed to come back, and that's why Jackson Mahomes, that's why they had the retirement ceremony, because they were trying to sell tickets, and, like, I think, I think the, the Commanders went from being, like, just like the, I mean, the Bears are still the hottest ticket, but they were, they were the hottest ticket like the Bears, and then now nobody goes to their games, because they're just fucking hated on. Oh, yeah. Dude, in the 80s, it was insane. They literally were able to catch, like, wanted criminals by tricking them into thinking they'd won Washington Redskins tickets. <laughs> That's a real thing. You can like watch it on YouTube. It's insane. There was That's a massive awesome. thing in DC where they caught a bunch of, I don't know what kind of criminals they were, but they yeah. caught these criminals by sending them mail that they'd won free Washington Redskins tickets and they had to come to this place to claim them. And when they oh came there, they got arrested. That's awesome. That's how fucking in demand those tickets were. Mm. Now they're removing seats from the stadium. Yeah. That said, now that Dan Snyder's gone, there's going to be a lot more energy around that team. People are going to come back. It's well, going to be good for Washington. They they need it. They've you know been who one, so long. You know who one of the owners is? Who? Uh, Magic Johnson, right? Yeah. Magic yeah, Johnson. that's awesome. That's so Dude, good. It's so fun. He's so fun. His tweets are just, like so funny. Well, he'd be like, his his tweets are like Pert Happily from Parks and Rec. Where he's like, yeah, one one team won the game. To, like just the most obvious shit. You know, but he is he is a funny guy. He's like he's a likable guy. He's so likable. He's a good he's a good like he's a good um you know like mascot to have for for like yeah, your he'd be a, good, a nice face for your ownership. Group. Face, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. He so yeah. he owns the Dodgers, and the Dodgers have been perennially one of the best for the ten or eleven years that they've owned the Dodgers. They've been one of the best franchises in the, in the MLB. I don't think they've ever missed the playoffs. Uh, maybe except for one year. Um, they've been in like World Series contention uh, every year since. So I think, and I, I think the other owner is the guy who owns the 76ers, who have also been pretty good during his tenure. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm very high on this ownership group. Not I don't owners all suck, but you still yeah. want you still want your team like teams to be good. I guess right. I'm no way am I to be your owner. No, you don't want Dan Snyder. Like you, like I, I think, I think from just a foot like NFL football like objective fan sort of uh, analysis, I think this Commanders group is going to be good. I agree. I think they should. Like, I mean, they can't be worse than Dan Snyder. No, you cannot like, be worse they, than him. You can't be worse than that. He was intentionally awful. Mm-hmm. He was a spiteful man who sabotaged his own team. Yep, he was. He f- fled on his boat to escape uh, any sort of convictions or, you know, prosecution. So he's just to go before Congress. He's just a slimy dirtbag. He's just a fucking coward, really. Yeah, weaselly so, fuck. The definition. Yeah, so I think I think that's enough on the commanders being sold talk. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's it. That's enough. That's enough uh, NFL uh, major storyline talk. Uh, Bears talk. I'm super. 
I mean, we just league it for an hour, but I'm still just so excited that football is finally back, even if it's just shitty preseason. We're getting close. College football's very soon. And once college oh, yeah. football starts, it's it's on. Yeah. That that's always the fun part too, is that like college football starts the week earlier. So, yeah, so when there's no games, you've got all the college stuff to watch. It's, it's really yeah. nice. And that's always fun too, because it's usually I mean, that's Labor Day weekend. They have some so good games week one, usually. Yeah, they have, have some, some good some games. As well. They'll have some, you know, Michigan will play some garbage team. Oh, so yeah. So they you know, pick and pad their record. That happens a lot. But there are always some fun games week one as well. Yeah. I remember last year, our at least our, I don't know if it was Wisconsin's first game, but the Illinois State Redbirds' first game last year, we went up to uh, Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, oh, yeah. Wisconsin, I think, friends who went and called the game for the radio station I was working at and I knew I knew people who were just going up there to just enjoy Wisconsin because Madison's great yeah. you and I you Madison's and I went beautiful. to beautiful you, you and I went to go see uh Sam Murill there two years ago it was awesome mm-hmm. um but yeah. uh they went up what, and that is literally that comedy club is considered by comedians to be one of the best comedy clubs in the country by the way yeah yeah uh, it's very good. uh what was it on was it on comedy on state comedy on state yeah dude yeah. I this is I, this sounds so bad, but they gave me like ten free tickets one time, and I couldn't go to go see somebody, but I wanted to go so bad. They were yeah. just like, hey, we it's saw a great you. Club. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, anyways, so I, I people went up to the the Redbirds went up to Madison. And they paid they paid the Redbirds like five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, so they could just get an easy win. Oh yeah, well, fucking who was it that someone paid Marshall last year? I think it was Notre Dame. Notre Dame paid Marshall hundreds of thousands of dollars to beat them. Yep. Marshall came up and beat the crap out of yep. Notre Dame. Yep. And we're paid was to it? do so. Yeah, that stuff's so fun. I love when that stuff backfires. Like, there was no so way the, the Redbirds were going to beat the Badgers, but, like, no, if they, they did, if they did, that would have been amazing. The fucking Redbirds could beat Trey Lance. Let's be no, real here. No, I know. <laughs> there, was no, there was no chance. I think they ended up winning, like, losing, like, 49 to 7 or something ridiculous. But yeah. I, I was, there was that part of me that, you know, I. You're just like, not a goal. Yeah. Well, there's a chance. I'm, you know, there's the Redbirds. There's a chance, baby. Roll birds. Roll birds. Roll birds. So that, it was still, like, a very fun, fun week or so. Yeah. Um, or whatever, you know preparation or uh just excitement i guess for that game but mm-hmm. um yeah i'm I'm so ready for football to be back the mlb season is winding down and my white socks yeah. don't fucking matter so and and like Sorry. at this point it's I okay they, they, they <laughs> fuck, it's okay fuck reinsdorf <laughs> yeah he's awful he's one of the worst owners dude i i just got uh, that clip clip recommended to me to me on tiktok uh from the last dance and I was watching it where Michael Jordan watches like Reinsdorf talking about how like there was no chance because they could have gone yeah. for a seventh ring because of the money. It's like this yeah. fucking guy Shut. does not. That's such so he's such a piece of shit. I'm so glad that he, he owns two of our teams in the city. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, the the White Sox don't matter. So like I really don't care about MLB again until all, the playoffs. Justin Fields is carrying our city. It is what it is. Yeah. Justin Everyone Fields else, is like all that matters. Is, the only thing that matters. Yeah, the Cubs are like kind of like they're trying playoff. to be competitive, right? Like they're, they're they made they got some guys, I think. They yeah, acquired someone at the deadline. They're trying to make a push. Yeah, oh, they're, they're making. It it's just it's it it's funny because they've been like really really hot, but they also have like made like almost no ground in their division. I think they yeah. might have a wild card, but they almost made no ground in their division. Winning as well, so oh, yeah. if they just keep winning, then you can't well, close the gap. 
they got really hot, but also like so did like the Brewers and the Reds. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, they're in second place, two and a half games back. Uh, the Cubs are of Milwaukee, and then I think they might have the third wild card in the NL. Um, yeah, so they have the third wild card. So they're technically in playoff contention. Yeah, they're there. They're it, worst uh, case scenario. They're in the hunt. They're in the that hunt. Did they change but, that stupid graphic last year? I think one? they changed it from in the hunt to something. Oh, the the playoff, like the yeah, NFL playoff it, thing? It changed to something else, I thought. Maybe it was just for like a game or two, but I thought they changed it. It's weird. Sometimes they use they use bubble. Yeah, maybe it was that. There was one year. I think it I was like... It was kind of funny, but I don't I, know. I think it was Jamie's Winston's first year. I think the uh-huh. I because Lovey Smith was the head coach and uh, yeah. uh, they were like okay. in the hunt at like five and five, and then I think they lost like every game the rest of the year. Yeah, which was like so funny because they were like it was like December maybe or like November, and they were like, yeah, they were like, on... could the Buccaneers sneak in? And then they just were fucking terrible for like four years. Yeah, they were. They the Buccaneers were unbelievably shit for. Jamie's Winston a long had the time. F- they're going. The they're first... going back to it this year. The Bucks are. Oh gonna yeah, they're going to be bad. Awful. They're going to oh suck. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to suck for Caleb Williams or whatever. Yeah, I hope they get him so that I can actually have someone to to watch yeah. and not want to kill myself when I have to watch yeah. the Buccaneers game. Yeah. Well, I think I I like the Buck. Like that's a franchise that like I like, even I, though I like a... I have no. Yeah. I have I no affinity. Here, I have like a spot for them, but yeah, like they're not—they're not my team, obviously. But I want them to not suck when yeah. I have to watch them. They've always historically, outside of the the Super Bowl against the Raiders and then the the Brady years, obviously, they've always been pretty irrelevant. And I'm always more fond of those teams than the teams like the Steelers or the Packers. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Packers or the Patriots or like the you know any team that's just like even. always good. Like, I, the Raiders suck, but like they have that yeah. real brand. Yeah, still. yeah, they still have that brand, but like the Buccaneers don't. So it's like I'm always more inclined to root for teams like that. And I'm also like, again, I'm a White Sox fan. So any team that is like irrelevant as shit, I'm always more inclined to like them. Yeah, it, it's our nature. Yeah, we especially like especially in Florida, where like the, the Buccaneers aren't even I'm always a big fan of like second teams of any city. And like the floor, like Florida doesn't have like a team, like a city that has two teams in any league, I think. But no, they still have. Like tons the, of teams, though. If you They're go across, across the yeah. If you if you just do like state rankings, I don't even think the Buccaneers really are a second team. I think they might even be like a third team because I think not even close. I see Dolphins stuff here a lot. Yeah, Lots the Dolphins, Dolphins are definitely fans. huge. Like, there's actually there's real seen, Dolphins fans. Dude, I have seen nothing for the Jaguars. Nothing. Yeah. So nothing. maybe the Bucks, maybe the Bucks are the it's second like team, think, but they're far second. Someone, because like, I don't live in Jacksonville, but you'd think I'd at least occasionally see a Trevor Lawrence jersey. Never. Yeah. I see more Fields jerseys down here than Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah I, dude, I, 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 we're we're getting close to the end here. But I was watching this clip yesterday of uh, DeSantis in Iowa. He was like having like a conversation with uh, the governor of Iowa. I believe her name is Kim Reynolds. She's another fucking fascist. Yeah. But uh, 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 he 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 made some remark where he was like, "Yeah." Always break to Fort Myers in January, and is in Florida. You know, so it's like <laughs> I was just thinking about that when you said you see Fields jerseys. Yeah, it's it's sad. Poor Jacks fans. 
Really, they could move to England. I don't think anybody would really care. They're irrelevant. They, they no. don't matter. Even with no. Trevor Lawrence, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, they, they just will never have a fan base that's like that. I, there are fans of them, obviously, but they'll, they'll just never have like a yeah. devoted... like. I swear to God, crazy. I've seen one license plate frame for the Jaguars. That is it. That is the extent of Jaguars fandom I've seen. I've seen a guy with a license plate plate yeah. frame. Well, that dude probably just got out of prison and just tried to get the cheapest yeah. license plate he could get. Pretty much. You oh, know, he, he got out of Jacksonville prison or something, you know. The, the only cool thing about them is that they have pools at their stadium. Oh, yeah, because it's so yeah, fucking hot. You can literally hot. sit in a fucking pool while watching the game. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I always, I like stadiums that feature, like the D-backs uh, stadium in Arizona has that too. Um, I think, the, yeah, I think the Marlins, the Marlins had that maybe. I can't remember. But... It's usually it's usually more baseball stadiums that have the weird amenities like that. Yeah, well, baseball stadiums are less about the game than the any experience. other stadium. They're way more yeah. about the experience. Yeah, and the stadium is just more like it's more pliable for like a weird architecture kind of thing that football stadiums are. Although the Bucks do have that cool feature with the ship. Yeah, the cannons are fucking badass. And it's like, like the, the only Vi- the Viking stadium is really cool. It's big skull, like the yeah. horn and shit. Yeah, I, I really like their stadium. I think it's cool. I kind of like SoFi too, at least from like the TV like view. Yeah, I like the outside of it. Crazy. Although Massive. the shit where like they can't play during um, lightning because it's not yeah. a dome. Yeah, it's always like really weird. So dumb. So I don't know, but all right, I think we're at the end here um, of this episode of whatever we're gonna call it. I th- we'll see. Uh, I'll come up with a name. And we'll talk about it off air, yeah. but. Thank you so much for whoever is out there listening. Um, yeah, if there's anyone that listens to this at yeah. all, thanks I do... or I'm sorry. I don't know. Whatever you <laughs> If they yeah, even we're... made it to this point. I mean, yeah. we're, what, an hour and a half in? Good God. No yeah, we're... <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're deep into this shit. But uh, again, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on um, hopefully next Monday um, as well. Um, I'll have to take a look at my work schedule and we'll figure that out. But uh, – for the time being, you can follow me at on Twitter at Droopy. Um, you can email our our, our email uh, potsters of the midway at gmail.com. <laughs> Even if we change the name, I'm gonna keep that fucking email. I think that's so funny. Yeah. So I think I think we're gonna keep that keep it no matter what. Um, and just make people like email like this nonsensical nonsensical email that doesn't match up with our podcast name. Um, you can find uh, Jake nowhere, um, probably most likely uh, in the bottom of like some trash heap after he offed himself. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also follow our Twitter at Potsters85 um, for right now. Uh, this is all going to fucking change because some fucking ass had the same idea as us and interviewed the team doctor of the Bears. So I feel bad. I've- Eat or our fucking podcast name after coming up with such a good one. Um, but all right, that's it. You got anything to say? No, bye. No one that's listening. <laughs>